Hi there, it's Amy Carlson, the Toxin Terminator, and I have had the privilege of working with Rachel Varga since I believe about July. Rachel and I met through a mastermind that we both belong to, and let me tell you, she has got the most beautiful skin I have ever seen from anyone. And if I was going to trust someone with my skincare and helping me develop that beautiful glow, that beautiful radiance from inside, it was going to be Rachel Varga. She is the walking example of doing exactly what she says. She's walking the walk and talking the talk. I was able to do a one-on-one -on -one consult with her, and I loved that she listened to my needs and my concern. As a plus 50-year-old woman, I knew that aging was something I needed to worry about. I knew that because of the things that I had done when I was younger, I certainly had been causing damage to my skin. And I also knew because of some of the products I had been previously using on my skin, I was also causing damage to my skin. She listened to my needs. She looked at what I had going on currently. And she also listened to my needs of wanting a more holistic approach to really taking care of my skin as I continue to age. And that was super important to me that she listened. Now I've been using her products now for at least the past 30 to 45 days. And I can see a huge difference already and know that there's still more forthcoming. I, I trust in the products that she has given me. I trust and the science behind what she does. And I trust in Rachel and I know you can too. Thank you. Welcome everyone to the Rachel Varga podcast. I am your humble host, a human on a mission to help you get the best skin of your life. No big deal. No big feat. Yes, it is achievable to have fabulous, happy, healthy, clear, glassy, smooth, hydrated, dewy, or matte skin. That is what I do. I am here to help you optimize what you're doing at home with your at-home skincare, your dremel rolling, your biohacking, and also give you the insights as to which of the best hair skin nail supplements on the market. And something I've really been diving into as of late is the importance of caring for your hair and your scalp just as much as you care for your skin in the AM and PM. And what else do we talk about here on the show? Well, we talk about all things body, mind, spirit, energy optimization to bring forth a higher level of radiance and beauty. Now, what does that all look like? What does that sound like? What does that smell like? What does that feel like? Well, that's the beauty of it. It's actually unique for you. So speaking of the beauty of the uniqueness of this whole body, mind, spirit, quadfecta, of radiance like really what is radiance radiance is in my opinion if I were to define radiance it would be this pure beauty essence beauty is a feeling and it comes from a quiet confidence that I think is through body mind spirit and energy alignment 
and of course, being as toxin-free and as pure as possible. So some of you may have remembered that a little while ago, I did a request for podcast episode request topics, and the winner was getting access into my spring skin camp. So Jasmine got the win for spring skin camp 1.0, and I just emailed Ellen back and let her know that she just won. Yes. Ellen, if you're listening, you just received complimentary access into Spring Skin Camp 2.0, where you're going to learn all the things that, sorry guys, I mean, let's face it. These are like 20 minute episodes on the show. I have like nine, 10 hours worth of content in my skin camps that we just can't get into on the show. I mean, we all have certain attention spans and I can only go so deep in a podcast lesson. So let's hear what Ellen had to say. Hi, Rachel. First off, I have to say that you are such an inspiration. I have not seen anyone else look as incredible as you do. You are truly ageless. Well, first of all, Ellen, thank you because you just made my life. And I... I really want to encourage you, like as much as I love this, and sure, it's stroking my ego quite well, but we're all just humans. Like you tuning into the show, you're a human, probably. I'm a human, pretty sure. And we're all aging, right? Being ageless is something that I hate to say this. So just bear with me because I'm going somewhere with this. We cannot be afraid to age. In fact, aging is a privilege. Now, I have some of my clients in their 70s and 80s because I like to listen to people that are more mature than I do because usually they know a lot more than I do. I pretty much feel like I know nothing on a constant basis. I am in a state of perpetual learning and I try my darndest to not be a know-it-all, but if you are also a Virgo learning and listening on the show, Virgos are usually right. But I have come to accept that I really feel like I know nothing in this world. So I like to take notes out of the playbook, out of my clients that are much more mature, not older, but more mature than I am, because they've been around the block. They know what's up and they've seen the trends. They've seen the gimmicks. They've seen this, that, the other thing. And I've had a number of my more mature clients say to me, aging sucks. And really, yeah, sure. Okay. The elements that might not be great, or you feel like your human body is breaking down on you and you know, you can't get off the floor quite as fast. Your grip strength isn't as strong, but your mental fortitude, your resilience, your spiritual connections, your meditative practices, are probably a lot better than mine. (laughs) So I'm going to take some notes from my mature clients playbook. So please don't put people that you listen to on a pedestal, on podcasts, shows, social media, because we're all just trying to do the best we can. So Ellen also adds, I read your email and hope that I'm not too late to submit a topic request. No, you're not because you just won. It involves a personal battle of mine in which I feel conflicted with really caring about my appearance and putting a lot of time into it. 
and the idea of being a spiritual person who should not identify or be overly consumed with my outer appearance. What is the fine line of vanity? You do such a beautiful job integrating the body with the spirit. So I would really love to hear your perspective or a guest perspective on this. Forgive me if you've already touched on this topic. I haven't caught myself up on all your episodes. Well, that's a lot of episodes. It's like 260 episodes. So it's all good. It's, it's all good. You're still welcome here. <laughs> and why I really like Ellen's podcast topic request and submission to gain membership into Spring Skin Camp 2.0, which I've emailed you the instructions on how to get complimentary access, Alan. But this is actually something a few of my clients grapple with. I tend to attract a certain type of client, a highly discerning individual who is always skeptical. I'm like a mega skeptic and all. Mm. skepticism is a sign of intelligence so I've been told where we don't just listen to things at face value because we're told to agree with it or listen to it or do this or that it's like we critically think about things for ourselves and we cultivate these body mind spirit energy practices and we identify as being a spiritual person so here's the caveat here's the kicker the clients of mine that have met with me for the first time say in their 50s 60s 70s that i've never done a single rejuvenation procedure or treatment or have invested in a solid practitioner grade customized skincare routine and dermal rolling protocol just for them they meet with me for the first time and they say you know, I'm doing all these other things in my life. Like I have this great meditation and spiritual practice and I'm doing yoga and I'm lifting weights. I'm outside, I'm hiking, I eat really well and I feel really good on the inside, but I feel like my face doesn't match the rest of the stuff. And I actually have a lot of clients grapple with this. So Honestly, when I did the shout out for podcast requests, I was really hoping that someone would bring this up. And I don't know why I haven't done an episode on this before, but it is actually a really darn good podcast topic request. The idea of being a spiritual person who should not identify or be overly consumed with outer appearances. Well, Let's face it, we got a meat suit. So every time you are choosing to eat the right foods for you, right? Take the Biome Health Intelligence Test Kit for some insights for eating in a smarter way, not just quote unquote what's healthy, but what's healthy for you. And you will only know that by testing instead of guessing. So you're doing that, you're doing some biohacking, you got the body, mind, spirit, energy practices, but you just want to do something for yourself so that when you look in the mirror, you can reduce a little bit of that photo damage or, you know, sun damage from being outside in nature and enjoying this amazing experience on this molten flying ball of a planet whirling through space. I mean, when you think about it, being here is quite a miracle. And I personally don't believe in accidents. I definitely believe that we were created. And I think the coolest thing is that 
there's something called dark matter, and that makes up about 70 to 80% of the universe. So most of what you see, hear, feel, smell, taste, touch, observe, intuit, is space. We are kind of made up of space. We're not solid, right? So it's just kind of crazy to think about here we are looking after ourselves. We eat the right foods, we drink clean water, we make sure our homes are as happy and healthy as possible. Maybe we're doing some feng shui. One of my clients got me a feng shui book and I've been really enjoying this because when we organize our spaces, we wanna balance the elements, right? Earth, air, fire, wind, water. I find this stuff really fascinating. So when we are a spiritual person and we're also wanting to look lovely or look handsome, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with putting time and attention and caring for your meat suit, your body that is carrying you through this world. In fact, if you don't care for your body, that would be absolutely considered a fault. If you didn't eat right, if you didn't drink enough water, if you drank, drank soda pop instead of water, you are not flushing your body of toxins. You are becoming more toxic. So if you're not doing these basic bodily care principles of the biohacking stuff that I'm talking about, which is clean air, clean lighting, clean water, reducing your EMFs in your home. Those are actually all really key elements to purifying your body, mind, spirit, and energy. And the really neat thing is when I've worked with these patients and clients in the past that, again, are meeting with me for the first time in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and even 90s, they actually look better. They have better looking skin. They have healthier looking skin than even some of my clients that I'm meeting for the first time in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. So this is why I started to become keenly interested in the topic of radiance. Why are some of these clients showing up to meet with me? And they've never used a customized skincare routine, dermal rolling, or have done any type of rejuvenation treatment. And they look so much better to me. They're more beautiful. They're more radiant. They have more presence. They have a purer, stronger essence. They have more life force. And it's because without them realizing it, they have been able to achieve better cellular health and a lesser degree of toxicity of their body, mind, spirit, and energy practices. But with that, you cannot have a beautiful mind or a beautiful essence of you if you don't appreciate the beauty around you. If you're not aimlessly strolling in the forest or on the beach or in a field or somewhere where you find peace and quiet to be in the world around you and appreciate the beauty that's right in front of you or within you or on you or that is a part of you and be beautiful in your interactions with other people, places, and things. That is the beauty of being a human. 
is beauty and radiance. And you will not be beautiful if you are not interacting and feeling and appreciating and cultivating the beauty around you. Like I said, feng shui. I wasn't planning on bringing that up in this episode. Sometimes things just happen. Which is what I really like these solo episodes for. I can kind of go off on these like really weird tangents and have certain... I'm always thinking every time I'm doing like an off-grid day or what have you, and I have the show here, I work with so many, so many incredible clients. My mind is kind of always in that state of wonder. And when I am in that vibration of beauty, that's when I kind of get these really cool ideas, or at least I think they're pretty cool. So if you're tuning into the show, you probably think they're pretty cool too. Um, But do not confuse vanity and self-care. So say, for example, I'm going to clear this up. If you're looking at a picture of an influencer who you've heard me say this before influencers especially right now are there to influence you to buy ish you do not need that is probably going to make you sick i'm not gonna repeat that you gotta listen it is really important that you begin to realize that by putting people on a pedestal You are comparing yourself to someone else when instead you should be comparing yourself to who you were five minutes ago or who you will be becoming five minutes from now. Compare yourself to yourself so that you can become your greatest, most vibrant and radiant version. Caring for yourself by using non-toxic skincare and hair care and makeup and supplements are all really important aspects to having healthier skin. Funnily enough, my personal journey of skin and rejuvenation, I was, you know, pretty brainwashed by the plastic surgery, dermatology, aesthetic medicine system, if you will. Don't get me wrong, I still I still absolutely love the space. I just, I look at things a bit differently and I don't go to these brand new rejuvenation injectables or treatments or products that really haven't been around long enough. I've always had the seven to eight year rule because sometimes in an effort to improve our outer appearance, we can actually subject ourselves to things that aren't in resonance with us or that could actually make us sick. So this is why I am actively writing research papers. These are peer-reviewed academic articles. I just had a paper published in a UK journal, Journal of Aesthetic Nursing. It's going to be published this month. I'll share it on my research page on my website, rachelvarga.ca forward slash research. That's where you can check out a couple of my research papers. I'm adding more and more all the time. But it's really important that we don't forget that to improve our outer appearance, we must first improve our body, mind, spirit, and energy. Quote unquote appearances, if you will. Because that is what is really going to move the gauge 
towards a better appearance. And why I say that is when you are a more healthy, pure version of yourself, you're gonna have less toxicity, you're gonna be less inflamed, your cellular health will be better, your biological age will be younger. You're gonna have less inflammation, so you're gonna be able to manage UV damage, LED light damage better, so you won't have as many brown spots. Or when you get a breakout, your the redness, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation will go away within a couple of days versus a couple of weeks to a couple of months. So by doing some of these, the internal stuff, the, the inner work, it will have an impact on your skin. And your eyes, when you communicate with certain people, okay, yesterday I went to a fabric store with my mother. We are redoing a bay window, so we're doing some drapes, we're doing some upholstery work, and we needed to get a couple supplies. So my mom comes over, I drive us to the fabric shop, and I walk in the doors, and guess what I'm greeted with? All the things I hate. All the things I hate. LED lighting, materials that are off-gassing that are probably from China. So the whole place just reeks of like toxic, volatile compounds, VOCs. Like, where's my air purifiers, please? And I look around the store and like, I just observe people. I mean, half the people have their faces covered. So you can't, really, you don't really know what's going on. If they're like trying to smile at you, you just don't know. By the way, your face and your hands are the two areas of your body that emit the most light. And that's actually been proven through Kirlian photography. And one of my favorite researchers, Dr. Beverly Rubick, she's done a ton of work on this stuff. Check out some of her interviews on Rumble. Dr. Beverly Rubick, R-U-B-I-K. I absolutely love her work and her research. So those that didn't have half their faces covered, I just like, I took a look at their skin and they looked sick to me. They looked inflamed. Their skin was red. It was blotchy. Their skin was very pale and they just seemed very dull and flat. Like there wasn't a lot of vibration happening. There wasn't a lot of radiance that was coming from them. They weren't very interactive. It's almost like they were just on this autopilot. And I don't like going into these like big box stores because of the VOCs, because of the lighting. And I just like, I really feel for people that don't have a clue. Because think about it, these people that work in these, these places, pretty much 90% of the people I saw in the store had like signs of obvious inflammation in their body, on their skin. And when you do what I do, you just, you cannot help but notice, like when you see someone before I started learning about biohacking and all this stuff. So say like seven, eight years ago, someone comes to meet with me and I see fine lines, wrinkles. I see brown spots. I see red spots. I see acne. But now I look for other things. Now I look for edema diffuse redness, puffiness to the eyes, if they have a golden or like a very white, flat, pale type of glow or lack thereof to their skin. I notice their hairline if they're showing certain signs of hair loss. 
I notice their eyes and the clarity of their eyes and how present they are. So it's very fascinating, this concept of an outer appearance and what is the fine line of vanity. Before, you know, clients that would work with me before I went through all this understanding of an unpacking of radiance, which I was really only able to learn about through my clients that were working with me, which is why I will always do one-on-one -on -one client care. I will never give that up because I get so much from each and every one of you who take the time to invest in the time and money to work with me. You teach me just as much as I teach you. This is this, there's this beautiful sending and receiving when you decide to work with someone. So if you're getting a lot from the podcast and you still haven't worked with me, just wait until you work with me. <laughs> so anyways, there's that. But the idea of being a spiritual person and to be spiritual means to not be overly consumed by your outer appearance. No, 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 no. And trust me, I know these yogis, I know these quote unquote spiritual people that they, you know, they don't put anything on their skin aside from oils. But <laughs> here's the kicker. They probably without even realizing it are putting rancid oils on their face. So there's that. Um, but you can never be too spiritual to want to look after. Like being too spiritual you cannot negate the necessity of looking after the largest organ of your body, which is your skin. And I've seen a lot of people who, you know, they've never, like I said, they've never done anything and they show up to meet with me and they have presence. They look healthy. That's half the battle. I've also worked with clients that are in their 30s and 40s. They're clearly not living their best life and they drink pop they smoke and they are toxic and i can just tell i can do all the rejuvenation procedures and treatments and give them all the skincare in the world but it won't matter because they're not doing the body mind spirit energy stuff they're just showing up to practitioner every one or two months hoping to get the skin that they desire when really those of us who are doing the body, mind, spirit, energy practices, like what I talk about here in the show, like what I talk about in my Unlocking Your Vitality ebook, I wrote that ebook based on my observations of this subset of clients who I work with that are just crushing life and they look amazing and they don't need to do as many clinical interventions as those who you know, have had a more toxic lifestyle, body, mind, spirit, energy speaking. So that's my perspective. I've asked other guests their perspective on this as well. And I haven't honestly had anybody really be able to speak to this. It's like when I ask guests, you'll notice me trying to ask almost anybody, you know, what are your most radiant clients doing? And I think a lot of practitioners haven't really clued into this like je ne sais quoi of radiance what is radiance how can we optimize it what is it what is this like magic sauce of being a radiant high vibe human what are your most radiant clients doing and some practitioners can speak a little bit to it but i feel like a lot of practitioners they haven't necessarily been able to make this delineation of okay this 
is a man or woman with presence. And they got something special. And that's usually people that have a spiritual practice. 99, 100, 110% of the time, they got a spiritual practice. And it's fascinating because I actually started to ask clients this, those that would show up and work with me. And they'd never done anything before. And like I said, they just had this presence, this radiance to them, this innate beauty. And then we would start chatting and I was like, okay, do you have any like meditation or spiritual practices? And each and every one of them have meditation and spiritual practices. So there's that. So I really feel like you can't achieve deep, pure beauty and radiance without being a spiritual person. However, if there are a couple of fine lines, wrinkles or sunspots or things like that, that you want to take care of, connecting with someone like myself is just adding that next layer of making sure you're using clean products and clean skincare and supplements to support your body and your cellular functioning. These are all really cool things that I love to help people with. So I'm really curious for you listening to the show here. This is a bit of a different show than I usually do. And this really is actually the stuff that lights me up in my work. What Ellen asked. The whole like duality of being a spiritual person slash vanity. And I know a lot of you struggle with this. And I'm here to tell you right now. Stop getting in your own way. Your skin is the largest organ of your body. If you do not care for your skin, you're going to end up with precancerous skin lesions or heaven forbid, even skin cancers. So getting really in tune and intuitive with your body and intuitive with your skin is really important. So say for example, one of my clients, she was struggling with like pretty serious skin inflammation. And so we were chatting. It's like, okay, what could it be? Cause it, could it be mold? Could it be EMFs? You know, I really want you to see a dermatologist as well. And unfortunately for her, it was kind of this like perfect storm of, you know, stresses and woes of the world right now too. It's like, we are getting impacted left, right, and center right now. So the sooner you learn about self-care and look at self-care as not being something that is superficial, but rather something that is imperative to your body, mind, and spirit and energy to thrive. You have to reframe it. You have to get over yourself. You have to get over this like weird programming that you picked up at some class or you heard someone say that don't spend that money on your skincare or your makeup or getting your hair done. That makes you a shallow person. That's like such garbage. Because when you look in the mirror and you feel like you look awesome, you've done your makeup, you've styled your hair nicely, you've put care into your skin and your hair. And this isn't anything new. Caring for the hair, the skin, the nails, has been done since like Egyptian times. So this isn't something that's just been spurred on by social media. However, the putting someone on a pedestal and trying to look like them is harmful. Have you ever heard of body dysmorphia? Body dysmorphia 
is I have to assess it when I work with somebody. It's like part of my board examination that I took to become a certified aesthetic nurse specialist. I'm board certified in that. I am trained to identify body dysmorphia. And more often than not, when clients are seeking rejuvenation, they're like, I wanna look like this person. I wanna have these lips. I wanna have that nose. I wanna have this jawline. I wanna have that skin. What's really interesting is that I actually don't attract people like that anymore. It's really, really cool actually. So I tend to, like I said, attract a little bit more of a more discerning type of clientele and crowd. But I've definitely seen that and I have to spot it. And yes, I have definitely turned people away from rejuvenation. And it's kind of hard, but sometimes you got to ask those hard questions. Are you under the care of a psychotherapist? Have you ever been under the care of a psychotherapist for body dysmorphia? And then, you know, what's crazy. I ask those questions and then, yes, they have. So if you're tuning into the show, you're likely not dealing with that, but you've likely experienced this block of, oh, I'm a spiritual person. Should I really be spending this money on skincare? Or should I just go to Whole Foods or, you know, this product's on sale, blah, blah, blah. Okay, the other weird thing is I had um, another doctor reach out to me. They have their own skincare company. And I mean, that's fine for other people to have their own skincare lines. I work with like 14 skincare lines. I don't even have my own right now, but I am in the process of making my own. But the weird thing is, is that I actually went on their website and looked at their product ingredients. Cause obviously I'm not gonna have someone on the show that is, you know, touting a low vibe skincare line with like parabens, phthalates, sulfates, artificial dyes, fragrances, and all this stuff. But they don't even list their ingredients on their products. It was the weirdest thing. It was like, okay, obviously this is a white label ingredient product line because if you were to list your ingredients and you looked those ingredients up, you'd be able to find out it was white label. So I thought that was really interesting, but it was very well marketing, marketed and you know, the website was beautiful. It looked super legit, but it was just the way they presented their ingredients is like this proprietary blend. Well, is it really? Pretty sure you just rang up a chemist and bought their formula and slapped your label on it. <laughs> oh, there's so many things with this industry. So, I mean, there's like I said, there's nothing wrong with private label, white label, or anything like that, but you just don't want to be sneaky about it. And we don't want to be sneaky about our self care. So, the other thing is don't hide how much money you're spending on your self care because then it's going to cause anxiety and as as evolved spiritual mature discerning conscious whatever word you want to use when you are starting to do things for yourself please do them in a way that is sustainable for you because if you start to hide finances from your partner and trust me like i've seen people ask to pay like half cash and like sections on two other credit cards for things and like i'll sense that and be like you know what, why don't we just do this today, then come back, you know, save up for the next thing. Most clinicians won't do that. They'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll take your money. But that's not what I'm about because 
I want clients to have a good experience. I don't want to contribute to anxiety or stress because that's going to age you. That's going to lead to, you know, higher rates of cortisol. So it's really interesting, these nuances within the work that I do. And the ironic thing is that it's actually a lot less like where the type of practitioner I am now and how I help my clients, you know, being a spiritual person myself, I come from a, a very rich spiritual family and lineage of extremely strong spiritual teachers of women in my family. So I got some big darn shoes to fill, that's for sure. But you're all here teaching me and I'm teaching you and you know, it's all good fun. So thank you everyone for hanging out with me here on the show. Thank you, Alain, for this fabulous podcast topic request that I've been meaning to do a show on. And you are very welcome for complimentary access because you won for this amazing podcast topic request. Spring Skin Camp 2.0, you won access, complimentary access. Early bird registration is valued at $2.99, which you got, and VIP is valued at $5.55. And in case you don't know, a lot of my clients actually take my skin camps over and over again because with the VIP, you get 15% off of everything during that whole skin camp season. So that is a good way to save. I tend to really like working with clients that I cultivate relationships with and, you know, long-term support with. So that is a great way to save is the VIP option. If we have not yet had the pleasure of having a one-on-one session together, I would love to work with you. Use promo code podcast 15 and book your one-on-one session with me over at rachelvarga.ca. And have an amazing rest of your day, everybody. Don't think that looking after your skin and rejuvenation is superficial. Looking after your body, your skin is the largest organ of your body. So care for your body, mind, spirit, and energy just as much as you care for your skin. And when you do the body, mind, spirit, energy stuff, the skin will reap the benefits. Let me know if you have any questions from today's episode info at rachelvarga.ca is the best way to reach me because of course I am not on Instagram I'm living my best life over here Instagram AI interference EMF mitigation and all that jazz over here so you can join the fun too like Wendy she she did Instagram as well and I'm super proud of her and I know a few of you others are as well because it's just there's just these platforms that are time sucks they're just telling you to buy stuff you don't need that's going to make you sick anyways and putting certain influencers and people on a pedestal making you think that you need to look like that in order to be accepted and you don't just be you be radiant be beautiful be high vibe I'll see you in the next episode right here on the Rachel Varga podcast